0: Welcome to Tunnel Talk Radio on 90.3 KRNU Lincoln with your host, Colton Stone. I think Mark Stoops has probably realized that when you play defense, you need 11 guys out on the field. And
1: Stephen Huff. He's Baton Rouge through and through. I mean, this guy is
0: gumbo running through his head. Welcome to it, Tunnel Talk Radio. Not recorded, or not not on 90.3, but still. Live as always, alive, barely, Colton's alongside Stephen Up, Stephen, how are you? It's now, well, I, I still have finals and stuff to do these last three days, but I think you're done.
1: Yep. So I finished Monday, Tuesday. We're recording this Wednesday morning. Um, I'm all done. We got Time here stamp it there. this morning um, before the lights in the building were on. That's
0: the work we put in for this. Uh, I'm glad I wasn't here that early. Um, <laughs> you texted me. If I was up, I was, but uh, I I was like, oh, you know, I looked at the time, like nine thirty. Yeah, I have time, and then I was like, oh, mm, uh, gotta take a shower, yeah. gotta gotta look like I exist uh, in the real world. But here I am, here we are, and that's you know, it's just the dedication that we have <laughs> is to to put in.
1: We're like one of four people in this building right now. Yeah,
0: that that doesn't work here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's a ghost town around here, but I don't blame other people. I mean, if I could still be in bed. I would. You bet I would be. <laughs> you know? But, you know, we just, we, this is the dedication we have. We just got to put in work, grind, always. All gas, no brakes. Yep. Um, we're about to have the longest Pick'em show of all time. Um, for better or for worse. <laughs> yeah. I, so if six minutes in, you're overhearing the greatest music of all time. I totally get it, but this is make or break for the entire season. I trail by 19 games. Now, that sounds like a I lot. i pick them, yeah. Yeah, sounds like a lot, but with 41 games, I mean, if I were to go perfect, you're in trouble, Steve.
1: <laughs> I'll take my odds <laughs> on this
0: one. <laughs> um, 19 games, yeah. I, I don't know what happened. I For a, a good stretch, I didn't have a week better since like week two. <laughs> yeah. I finally had a week that I was better and then it got really bad after that. And then we we leveled out the last week, both at 11 and five. Yeah, um,
1: We were pretty even going in towards the last few weeks.
0: Yeah, and it, I maybe it was just that the games got easier to pick. Maybe we stopped picking games that were bad. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there was a good stretch in the middle of the year where you would consistently have four or five more wins than I did. Yeah. I, I just felt... Fell too far behind too fast. But with that being said, 41 games of, of the greatest sport that's graced this earth, except for the playoff is uh, an invitational, not, yeah, <laughs> you know, you, you get invited to go there. But that's not the point here. You still get these great bowls that we will go through so meticulously that <laughs> you should be able to take your money and and not have to worry about burning it. So
1: they start on Saturday too. First uh
0: they do start on Saturday. That's so why couple. we're doing this now.
1: I'm trying
0: to think. Yeah there's I think first four six
1: bulls that we choose today will be played on Saturday.
0: I didn't realize and they, they do front load this thing. Yeah. But Steve unless you have anything else to say, we can just get right into it.
1: Oh I think I think I'm
0: ready. <laughs> I know that you've done your extensive research on uh <laughs> every school that's involved in a bowl game. Did you – oh, quickly. Did you know there were four schools that were bowl eligible that got left out? Really? Yes. Uh, Who were they? Uh, Wyoming got left out.
1: That's a shame. They're getting new facilities down there too.
0: I think Georgia Southern is in a bowl game. There was a – who was it? It was another school that was, like, down south. Yeah, hold on. Let me find this really quick because it was interesting that, you know, there's, what, 78 Bowl teams include mm-hmm. the playoff teams, and four still got left out. So and I didn't, I didn't know what the situation, what you do for that.
1: At one point, they were talking about putting in five win teams. Obviously, I mean, towards the middle of the season, we we're talking about Nebraska still being, uh, still having a chance of making a bowl when they were trying to get up to five wins. Yeah, and now six win teams aren't even making it.
0: Uh, Southern Miss, mm. um, they went six and five.
1: Greatest player to come from Southern Miss, do you know? Him? For. Austin Davis, <laughs>
0: uh, Miami of Ohio. They finished six and six. They were six and two in conference. Um,
1: Greatest player to come from Miami of Ohio,
0: Ben Roethlisberger, Big Ben. Yeah, yeah we yeah. can agree on that one. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, I I don't know. It, the part of it's like how the bowl games are, like who's the organizer, what teams are automatic bids into it. Um, Wyoming, like I said, they got left out. They were 6-6, six and 4-4 six, four and four in conference. But uh, all of their six losses came against bowl-eligible teams. Their six wins came against mediocre teams. So <laughs> they kind of broke even there. And then UL Monroe, they finished 6-6. Six and six. Um, They won two in a row, lost four in a row, won four in a row, then lost two in a row. Streaky. Yeah. They're about to hit a they new ne- streak. They needed like one more. <laughs> one of those needed to be a win. And they would have been all set to go. And then Liberty, uh, we talked about this. Uh, they were 6-6, six and six, but because they just moved up to FBS. Um, but they did have a deal with the Cure Bowl um, if there were not enough eligible teams. And they won 6 and yada yada. But two of their wins came against FCS Wait, teams.
1: That's l- They're allowed to do that?
0: Well, so that's the same like with Hawaii. You know, Hawaii needs seven wins. Yeah. And for some reason, Hawaii had six wins, but then they were letting in five and seven teams, and Hawaii gets the first one.
1: But I thought NCAA wasn't allowing Liberty to go to any bowls because they're a new team in the FBS. Right, but... But they could still potentially get in. But if they were
0: somehow still bowl eligible and they needed teams that were bowl eligible, they would still take a six-win team. Wow. But two of their wins were against FCS schools, and only one can count. So, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, it didn't matter anyways. But, yeah, so... I. Five teams are technically bowl eligible and left out, but Liberty's not. Wasn't really. Now that
1: Hugh Freeze is at the helm though, down there, I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's no stopping him. Yeah,
0: I, I'm sure he can't wait to play New Mexico State twice a year. <laughs> they better find a conference because otherwise, moving up to F- FBS is pointless. Yeah, like especially as a school like Liberty. Did Old
1: Dominion find a conference because they were independent for a quick minute? Conference and? USA, yeah, I, think. I thought so. Yeah. So I'm, I don't yeah, know somewhere. I don't know where Liberty's going to fit in.
0: Yeah. So the uh lesson of the day. Oh, I remember now. There was one of the bowl games um, one of the bowl games BYU got into um despite it being
1: this year, or,
0: or yeah, yeah, this year. So
1: the bowl game, not one of the bowl games, BYU. No, yeah,
0: BYU got in <laughs> like four games, four bowl games this year. The the no. famous
1: Idaho Potato Bowl.
0: Yeah, so they got in that against Western Michigan. Yeah, right. Um, which we'll pick here in a couple minutes. They, um, they got in, but th- the bowl game is in a tie with the MAC and the Mountain mm. West, mm-hmm. and so that's where the, um. People were up in arms about it because that means Wyoming, Wyoming would have been the one that takes that spot, right? But because BYU is independent, or no, they what what, they're independent now, right? Yeah, Um, they made a uh, they made a deal with BYU that basically said, oh, if you're bowl eligible or if you get to your sixth win, like here's the bowl game you go to.
1: That's sneaky. So, for Wyoming.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, Wyoming was much more deserving. Both teams are six and six. It's not like either team.
1: I'm just saying they don't have much going on in Laramie. They mm-hmm. could use that.
0: No, it's a closer. Dri- well, it's b- probably about the same. Provo's not too far, I'm sure. Anyways, probably, I think it's all right. Without further <laughs> ado, now that we know who's not in a bowl game, Nebraska's also not in a bowl game. You know, if you want to go that far, um, the the list of teams that didn't make it. Is actually o- shorter than the list of teams that did make it if you look at FBS schools because yeah. there's 130 teams and uh, damn near 80 teams are, are playing in, in bowl You have games, to try
1: so not to make it.
0: Yeah, you have to try pretty hard. So, <laughs> Without further ado, the longest and greatest pick'em show of all time. <laughs> All right, Steven, starting with the Air Force Reserve Celebration Bowl on Saturday at noon, the North Carolina A&T takes on the Alcorn State Braves. Both these teams have nine wins A the battle of the HBCUs
1: the whole football season has led up to the Reser- Air Force Reserve Celebration Bowl. Last year, North Carolina A&T was in it against Grambling State. I took Grambling State and kept calling North Carolina A&T, North Carolina at and I don't care if they're AT&T, Verizon, U.S. Cellular. This year, I learned my lesson. I'm taking North Carolina A&T over Elkhorn State. This one will go 38-17. I think it's a big win for the Aggies. Two in a row.
0: Yeah, from the start, I was thinking North Carolina A&T in this one just because, I mean, they actually played Power 5. Now, let alone UNC, it's not like uh, they really did anything for them. But, yeah, I'll go North Carolina a t They have one less loss. Let's so give them one more win. Uh, Aggies run away with it. Ooh, 35-24. Sticking onto Saturday. Speaking of the Cure Bowl, the Auto Nation Cure Bowl at 1.30 on Saturday. Two lane, two lane Green Wave 6-6 six six against the Louisiana Lafayette. Raging Cajuns coming to this game seven and six, coming off a loss in the uh, title game.
1: Yeah, this is an interesting game because both teams give up more points than they score. Both teams give up give up more yards than they um, put onto the field. Um, actually, UL Lafayette's pretty close on that. Um, but I don't really know much about either of these schools. I do know um, Tulane put out Tanner Lee and Matt Forte. I don't know who the Raging Cajuns have ever put out. So I'm going to ride with the green wave in this one. We'll go 24-14 Tulane.
0: Yeah, Tulane's a three-and-a-half point favorite in this game, whether that matters or not. It's it's a neutral site. The, the juices will be flowing. But I'm taking the Raging Cajuns in this one. I know we did our... Uh, worst mascots of the year earlier and that cayenne pepper is up there (laughs) and so I think based on intimidation alone Louisiana gets this one done that's going to be close absolute thriller 24 21 I will
1: say this Tulane changed their branding their new logo it's pretty nice yeah I don't know
0: that little dude carrying the (laughs) megaphone around (laughs) I, I don't know what it is but all right, the Gildan New Mexico Bowl. At one point, these guys uh, almost won their conference, but lost to Boise State, which a lot of people can say. It, it knocked them out. So Utah State, uh, the away team maybe in this one, uh, playing against the North Texas Mean Green on Saturday in the New Mexico Bowl.
1: Yeah, Utah State puts up nearly 50 points per game and barely give up over 20. Um, North Texas, I just don't think, has the firepower to hang around. We've seen what Utah State can do. Um, they held tight with some Big Ten teams and nearly beat Boise State a week ago. So I'll take the Aggies in this one as well. We'll go 42-28.
0: Yeah, Utah State an eight-point favorite. North Texas quarterback Mason Fine over 300, over 3,700 yards this year, 27 touchdowns. But, yeah, I'm sticking with Utah State. Their one hiccup, they had two hiccups this season, and it's against a Boise State team that, Barely lost to Fresno State in the conference championship and Michigan State, who ended up just not being a very good football team. So I'm going to go with Utah State. They put up a lot of points. I, they'll be missing their head coach, but maybe they'll get one done for him. Oh, 45 38. Utah State. All right, my beloved Sun Devils and the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. Um, how they got stuck on a day one ball. How Fresno State <laughs> won the Mountain West and they got stuck on a day one ball. They're an 11-win team. No excuse for them to be in this one, but Arizona State takes on Fresno State. Fresno State, a four and a half point favorite.
1: Yeah, and a lot of fans are going towards the Fresno State side. I know Nikhil Henry um, or Harry yep. is out for Arizona State, but they still got Wilkins. They still got a lot of playmakers and you've grown, you've, Forced me to grow on Herm Edwards this year a little bit more than I thought I would have. I like this Fresno State team, but I, I think Arizona State still a power five school, still the better team probably. Um, so we'll go we'll go Sun Devils, thirty eight
0: thirty five. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Sun Devils too. I don't know where the not the Fresno State's not good. I just don't know where all the hate for <laughs> Arizona State's coming from. Now, when they go out and inevitably lose this game, you know we'll be like, okay, yeah, we expected that. But I'm going to stick with Arizona State on this one. Nikhil um, Harry, good luck with all your future endeavors. Should have played one more game. But, yeah, Manny Wilkins, e- Manny Wilkins Eno Benjamin, um, they'll still get the job done. Low scoring affair, pro style affair, 27-21. Fresno State can score some points, though. All right. The Raycom Media camellia bowl probably said that wrong That's, who cares right georgia southern nine and three taking on the seven and five eastern michigan eagles both are the eagles so one of the eagles is walking <laughs> away with the win. you can say that for sure
1: georgia southern runs the option and they put up 31 points per game uh, average 260 yards on the ground what eastern michigan can't do on defense is stop the run. They only give up 160 passing, but give up nearly 200 rushing every game. So I'll take Georgia Southern for that. It's hard to prepare for an option when you don't see it that much. And when you can't stop the run normally, uh, you're in for a long day. So I'll take Georgia Southern.
0: 38-10.
1: Eagles fly high over the lower Eagles.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go with Georgia Southern on this one too. Uh, they're just a one-point favorite, but Montgomery's closer to Georgia than it is to Michigan. So uh, – Geographically speaking, one of these teams has the advantage. Um, yeah, I'm going with the better Eagles than Eastern Michigan. Uh, give me a Georgia Southern. I don't think they win by 28, but uh, 31-14 Georgia Southern. away right? Give them 10 wins on the season. Still, finally our last game of this Saturday. Middle Tennessee State. Don't always throw the state in there, but... Got to make sure it's there. Blue Raiders against the Appalachian State Mountaineers. App State won the Sun Belt, correct? Outright. Outright uh, in the first Sun Belt title game. And so App State can announce themselves as Sun Belt champions. Who do you like in this one?
1: Yeah, App State looks good. They beat uh, UL Lafayette. They beat Troy. All these teams that are bowl-eligible teams and in bowl games. Uh, And I just think App State's the better, stronger team compared to Middle Tennessee. So I'll, I'll take the Mountaineers in this one as well. They don't give up that many points, and I like their offense. So we'll go
0: 35-14, no goals. Yeah, App State is a seven-point favorite. This one's being played in the Superdome. Ooh, so weather will not be a factor. We, I know we've talked about Middle Tennessee State a handful of times. Their quarterback, Brent Stock, still, um, he's got over 3,200 yards. But I've got to stick with App State. They've just looked really impressive all year. Um, what an incredible like run they've had since moving up from FCS uh, now to 10 wins. Give them 11 for the year. I know they're going to be – they're only favored by seven, but they're heavy favorites in this one. So give me App State. Uh, 45-27. All right. Finally, we move to another day. A <laughs> Tuesday, December 18th, an all-time favorite of mine, the Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl. The UAB Blazers at 10-3 and three from a dead program to yep. conference champions uh, against Northern Illinois, who was heavily underdogged, uh, no pun intended for the Huskies, against Buffalo. And now they come out as the MAC champions. They're 8-5.
1: Yeah, and I think them being the MAC champions, A and 5, a little bit of a fluke. I think if they played Buffalo again, Buffalo would win. But yeah, you're right. Look at the story that UAB is. You said uh, App State's a great story. This UAB program's an even better story. Um, But I look at who they played that's bowl eligible. UAB split with Middle Tennessee State, hung around a little bit for A&M. Northern Illinois, like I said, beat Buffalo by one. I think they'd lose if they played again. Lost to Western Michigan, lost to a bowl eligible Miami, Ohio. And they give up more points than they score. So I'll take UAB. We'll go... 27 UAB. 21 UAB
0: yeah, I know I have to split with you on a lot of games but I really like this UAB team um, I I just think they'll outmatch Northern Illinois Buffalo like you said I think Buffalo n- 9 out of 10 times is beating NIU but NIU found a way uh, to win that game, now they only won it by one point so like you said was it fluky, could have been also getting in as a conference champ at, or uh, division champ at 7-5 very Northwestern s so give me UAB uh, just a two and a half point <laughs> favorite uh, UAB mm, 38 38 28 UAB rolling with the blazers moving on Wednesday the DXL Frisco Bull San Diego State Aztecs, seven and five taking on the fighting Frank Solwiches of Ohio the Bobcats eight and four.
1: Yeah, Ohio has, comes in with a pretty good offense, 208 yards passing, 260 on the ground per game. Both teams can stop the run well, but I think Buffalo, or Ohio excuse me, is a little bit more balanced than San Diego State, so I'll take Frank Solich. I'll take the Bobcats in this one. Um, I love San Diego State. Marshall Falk, my favorite player ever, came from there. But I'll take Ohio. We'll go 28-24.
0: They're playing this thing in a soccer stadium, just so you know. Probably get more uh, turnout
1: than the Chargers fans. <laughs>
0: Uh, well yeah if they fill it up once then yeah they're good um, three point favorite is Ohio I, I'm leaning that way I'm really split between this because Ohio obviously better record I think better overall team like you said San Diego State I think they just they slipped up a few times this year they had a, they had a, a lot of games that they should have been in or should have won um, so for the sake of flipping a few more games than I probably anticipate to I'm going to take San Diego State in a close one. 31 27. Aztecs run away with it. Not run away with it, but run away with a win. All right. (laughs) Steven, your all time favorite. (laughs) The Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. This one's played, I believe, in St. Pete's. Uh, Marshall Thundering heard 8 4. Played that random one off game of Virginia Tech at the end of the year. Uh, We both take that one wrong. And then South Florida, the Bulls, they're 7-5. and five. Uh, Their season got a little derailed at some point, but who do you like?
1: Yeah, bad Boy Moore's Gasparilla bowl It doesn't get better than that, but you're right, USF started the year 7-0, and oh, have lost their last five. Um, I think they're the better team, though, given a month to prepare i think usf at one point was ranked they beat uh, an illinois team we talked about quite a bit i don't think that does much for them but i I still like usf in this one i think with a month they can figure out marshall and i I think they'll come away with a win so we'll go 31 21 the Bull.
0: uh i stand corrected this one's played at raymond james stadium in tampa i believe this is formerly known as the st petersburg bowl um two and a half point favorites is marshall And I think that's where I'm going to stick with this. I think I'll go with Marshall. Um, I know they're reeling off such a devastating loss to Virginia Tech. I'll go Marshall 34, South Florida 24. All right. Some of these bowl games I know uh, just have random. Some of them don't have sponsors, and some of them just have random sponsors, (laughs) as we've already read a few of them. But you go down. The bowl game that if I had to be seven and five and you said where I was going afterwards, I'd say you bet your bottom dollar. The makers wanted Bahamas Bowl. <laughs> I mean, where else would you want to go in December if you're seven and five or playing the Mac? Yep. One of the two. Uh, Florida International, the Golden Panthers, something you learned this year is that their Panthers are golden. And the Toledo Rockets. Uh, an honorable mention on our list. Rocky the Toledo Rocket. Or, well, he's a knight or something, or an astronaut, I don't know. Uh, Either way, Bahamas Bowl, who do you like?
1: It looks like FIU is just beat up on on worse teams that aren't bowl eligible, while Toledo's actually hung around teams that are bowl eligible or in games. So, based on that alone, I don't know much about these teams. I remember FIU was in a brawl with Miami about a decade ago on the field, uh, they took helmets off and were smashing each other in the heads with them. Good. Um, so they're tougher probably, um, <laughs> but I'm going to go Toledo. I, I think they just have played the better competition. So we'll go Rockets, 31-17.
0: Yeah, Toledo a six-point six, uh, six point favorite. Excuse me, the over-under set at 68.5 half. I've been told at the Bahamas Bowl, people kind of just walk in. You don't really need a ticket. Outside alcohol is, is uh, encouraged. Encouraged, <laughs> Yeah, it's not, not only will they hand it to you walking in the door, they hope you're bringing your own too. Uh, I mean, a bunch of white dudes that are just on vacation are going to be <laughs> at this game. So who does that favor? Florida International. <laughs> where do old white people go when they retire? Florida. So where do they go afterwards? The Bahamas. Give me Florida International. Uh, man, this one's always like... It's it's either really like middle-of-the-road scoring or it's like 60 to something. So give me Florida International. Uh, 48-41 over Toledo.
1: Your logic is impeccable. I think you just went up one in the picks off of
0: that one. <laughs> I've got I've got <laughs> some kind of thought process behind this. All right, I know we, uh, we're talking about this a little bit. Actually... A uh, buddy of mine and I, and we, we won tickets to this bowl game last year. And then the uh, the people that were supposed to send them just didn't send them to us. And then on top of that, we DM'd them uh, a couple days ago about the tickets, if we could get tickets to this game. And they said no. So, uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl taking place on the blue turf, Western Michigan 7-5 and against the undeserving BYU Cougars 6-6. and
1: Yeah, you know... I think BYU is the better team, but Boise State or the Broncos, and they play on the blue field, Western Michigan is the Broncos. So I want to lean Western Michigan. I'll let you take them, though. I'm going to side with BYU. I, I do think they're the stronger team. Uh, so I'll take the Cougars on the Broncos' field, 28-21.
0: Yeah, I, I like that you're assuming I'm going to take Western Michigan. You're right. I am going to take <laughs> Western Michigan. I just I didn't know if you could tell that I, I don't think that BYU should be in this one, but um, I don't. Also, I think Wyoming played in the Idaho Bowl last year against, it uh, doesn't even matter, some in the MAC team. We were just going to go because we got free tickets, and then, you know, we didn't get free tickets. So I, I have a little bit of a grudge for this bowl game. BYU is closer to Idaho, um, so I hate them a little more this week. Western Michigan, a thriller, 30-27. Don't give me that look. Just just roll with it. All right. <clears throat> you expect the Western Michigan kicker to put
1: three through? Maybe from 30 yards.
0: Uh, hey, I'm not telling him how he's going to get the job. In. Maybe he's going to miss an extra point. We don't know. All right. The Birmingham Bowl. Now, I said some games don't have a sponsor. Now, unless Birmingham's a company now, uh, this one doesn't either. So, the Memphis Tigers, who arguably... At one point, could have won their conference um, and, and then had UCF on the ropes two different times throughout the season. Um, Finished 8-5 and five against Wake Forest, who's 6-6. Six and six. I mean, one of these teams is clearly better, but one of them is still from a Power 5 conference.
1: See, I, I'm not all in on Memphis. I know everyone else is, in the Midwest at least, where we're at. I'm not in about Memphis. I don't care about them. They're 8-5 and five and they play nobody. I mean, they play UCF and that's it. And they lose those games. So. I'm gonna go Wake Forest in this one. They're coming in hot. They're going. They just beat Duke with a NFL quarterback coming through, 59 to seven. And two weeks before that, they beat a ranked NC State team. So I'll, I'll take the Demon Deacons, and, and we'll go 56, Ooh. 56, 31.
0: Ooh. Confident. Uh, there, there is a sponsor for this. It's the Jared Birmingham Bowl. <laughs> um. <laughs> And no, it's not just some guy named Jared. It is the company. Um, it would be great if some guy just paid like 100 bucks. Like, <laughs> you want to slap my name onto this bowl game? Um, I think we should apply for the, the Tunnel Talk Bowl um, at some point next the year. The Bad Boy Mowers
1: Tunnel Talk bowl. bowl. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. Maybe we can scrounge up enough money. Uh, but no, I'm going to go with Memphis in this one. They're five-point favorites. Um, I I believe in your logic of why they probably won't win this game. Um, but Daryl Henderson is the logic of why they would win this game. Um, almost 2,000 rushing yards, 22 uh, touchdowns for the Memphis Tigers. They lead all the statistical categories for the most part. Now, I know they play in a conference that leans towards statistical anomalies. So, But I'll take Memphis. Um, mm, 52. Mm, <laughs> 52-38. How's that sound?
1: Wow. Both going in the 52.
0: All right, moving on. In the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. So you had to know there was going to be a military school and a major applewhite involved. Uh, <laughs> Houston Cougars, they're 8-4. They're going to be taking on the Army Black Knights who won 10 wins, I believe, for two straight years now and have beat Navy three straight years. And I know we don't count that one on our pick em, but if I really wanted to go one-up, I got last week's game right.
1: Yeah, that, that one hurts. Uh, Navy had 14 in a row, so we'll give Army three. I'll, I'll <laughs> let them have that. Um, of course, I'm a Navy supporter, but if Navy's not in a bowl game, I'm going, to, I'm going to support Army. So we'll, we'll take Army in this one. I still think they're a physical team, well-disciplined team, coordinators that are leaving to bigger jobs, defensive coordinator to North Carolina mm-hmm. with Mack Brown. Um, Houston, a month to prepare for the option, or two weeks rather, I know that's more time than normal, but it's still tough, especially with how disciplined Army is. So I'll take the Black Knights. We'll go 17-7
0: Army on top. Now, I don't know if I got the exact score right last week. I know. I was close. I think I picked 17-14, maybe 17-10. But I'm rolling with Army in this one, too. Uh, Not that Houston doesn't have the uh, ability to win because they have a pretty prolific offense. They throw the ball a lot. But you're right. Army's really disciplined. Army's just, I mean, they're a tough physical team. <laughs> they're tougher than everyone. Yeah, they're, they're – well, I hope so. They're going to be going overseas to fight for our country. I would hope so, right? Uh, so give me Army. Uh, I feel like it's got to be kind of low scoring, but 31-24. Mm, Army gets the job done. All right, moving on. The Dollar General Bowl. Who could forget the Buffalo Bulls, ten and three, pissed away the MAC championship, <laughs> and the Troy Trojans, who fell just short of a Sun Belt uh, title game at nine and three.
1: Yeah, this is an interesting game because both teams are good, but both teams lose to teams that are in bowl games. <laughs> Talked about them pissing away the championship to Northern Illinois. Uh, Buffalo also lost to Ohio, who we picked earlier. Troy lost to App State. Now, Troy's on their backup quarterback. Nebraska fans saw him earlier in the year a little bit. I don't think he really threw much in that game. Um, But that worries me, especially when Tyree Jackson's a guy that teams in the NFL might take a flyer on later in the draft. And they also have Khalil Hodge, who's a very good linebacker. So, I'm going to take Buffalo. They have a knack for putting guys named Khalil into the league. At 10-3, and 3, I like both teams, but we're taking the Bulls. We'll go
0: 38-28.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I've been splitting hairs on this one. Obviously, Buffalo's the, the, I wouldn't say the easy pick, but the smart pick. They seem like the better team. But that's that's when Troy beats you, I feel like. is When you think you're the better team. I mean, they beat Nebraska. They beat LSU last year. Um, Boise State's about the only team they didn't give a shot at. Um, But I I like Buffalo. I I thought they should have beat NIU. I think that was a fluke. They could have been in a better game than this. I I mean, they probably would have been in the game that NIU's in, so maybe they wouldn't have been in a better one. But um, give me Buffalo. I think it would be high scoring. Uh, Both of these teams can can, uh, uh, put some points on the board. Give me 45-41 Buffalo uh, they take home. I don't even know what the dollar general is. It a bowl full of dollar one dollar things. Yeah, yeah. I could use that. <laughs> Here's your one dollar floss. Happy uh, bowling. The SoFi Hawaii Bowl. The homers of Hawaii decided to finally uh, get their button gear and win their last two games of the year. Uh, the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors eight and five. Louisiana Tech Bulldogs seven and five
1: and they have to travel across the country and then some to get to Hawaii. And then
0: an ocean, some (laughs) extra
1: islands, yeah. Hawaii's gonna spread them out. Hawaii's the home team. They're gonna have the advantage. Um, This is the game they wait for all year. And so I'm gonna take the Warriors in this one, Rainbow Warriors. We'll go 45, 38. Rainbow Warriors on top.
0: Yeah, part of me feels like I should take Louisiana Tech just to split this game, but I mean, (laughs) That's it's, a ho- it's a home game. Yeah. It's, I, again, you know, you talk about, like, if there's a bowl game that I could choose to go to, which one it would be? Probably the Bahamas Bowl. I mean, this is the next best one. But you also go into thinking, like, I mean, we're not going to play good football. You just, like, no, you're not. It's
1: your eighth world game of the year. Yeah,
0: and Hawaii's like, we've been here all year, man. We don't ever leave this state. They lost so. some
1: games on purpose to be
0: there. Yeah, <laughs> well... Yeah, if they would have kept winning, somehow got that group of five bid for the New Year's Six, <laughs> they, would have, they would have been kicking themselves. So, yeah, I'll stick with Hawaii. They're a one-point favorite. Over-under at 60. Hawaii, 31. Louisiana Tech, 27. All right, moving on. Wednesday, December 26, as we take a day off. I'd almost say in remembrance, but it's just for Christmas. Uh... The Surpro First Responder Bowl, Boston College, they just uh, gave an extension to their coach Steve Adazio. Hopefully, I pronounced that right. Sounds right. Seven and five uh, against the uh, Mountain West runner-ups, uh, number twenty-five, Boise State Broncos. They're ten and three. I think the pick is obvious, but Boston College also hasn't been bad all year.
1: Yeah, and they got a good running back, AJ Dillon. A lot of people think he might run. Um, at least in Heisman contention next year, although it's a quarterback award, so you can throw that away. Um, but their quarterback, Brown, 20 touchdowns, 9 picks. You really question his accuracy and his decision-making at times. On the other hand, Ripien, or, or Ripian, I don't know, uh, but also a guy that might land a spot, at least a, as a backup in the league this year in the draft. Um, and Boise State, I mean, they just consistently win year in, year out. So I'll, I'll side with the Broncos again. I don't think it's going to be close either, so... We'll go 45-17, Boise
0: State. Yeah, I like Boise State in this one, too. Um, it's just too hard to pick against them when they're a 10-win team. I mean, look at all the teams they've beaten in their history. I could get how, you know, like, they're going to come in kind of slow into this one, but it's either playing Boston College or playing Arizona State. You're playing a 7-5 and five team either way uh, if you're Fresno State or Boise State. So I'll, I'll stick with Boise State as well. Um, they are playing this one in the Cotton Bowl. It's not the Cotton Bowl, but they're playing in the Cotton Bowl. Um, but yeah, I'll take Boise state. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's, I think the runaway of it, not 45, um, 41, (laughs) uh, 41, 21, uh, Boise state, Boston college scores late. All right. I don't even know if we're halfway through yet. I have no idea. I know we're on
1: like the third week. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Halfway through the second week going into the third.
0: Sticking with, uh, the day after Christmas. Minnesota Golden Gophers, they're six and six against the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets at seven and five. Uh, Georgia Tech is without Paul. Well, he'll be there. He's coaching their last game. Will be without Paul Johnson after this game. Maybe they go out and win one for him. Uh, but Minnesota, I, I don't know. A quick Lane Bowl. I yeah. I, I just don't know how I feel about Minnesota. This is a
1: team neither of us can figure out throughout the whole year. PJ. I don't like, even know
0: how they're bowl. Algebra. We don't know how
1: if he's great or not. This. Their senior linebacker is not going to play because he's going to the draft. They have like six to eight players that are going to be possibly missing this game because of uh, violating team rules. Um, now, they won't name who, and they won't say if they are going to miss the game or not, but that concerns me. Um, Georgia Tech, you get you get the, the nice storyline with Paul Johnson, one of the greatest guys in college football, nicest guys um, going out, and could really be a nice ending for him, and, and they run the option, which is tough. Um, so I'll, I'll take the Yellow Jackets. Twenty eight ten. Shut down annexed it.
0: Yeah. Um I'm going Georgia Tech too. Like I said, I have no idea how many we picked, so I don't know how many more I still need to split. But Georgia Tech just seems like the better team. They're more disciplined. The option. The Paul Johnson story. Like I just feel like the emotion behind it will be there more so than a random one off game for Minnesota for a coach that has no business being in a power five school. So uh, say what you want about PJ Fleck. I'm just, I'm not quite there. So give me Georgia Tech. Now, if I, if I ever work in Minnesota and I have to work with him, that's fine, but we'll go from there. Georgia Tech, uh, mm, 31, Minnesota, 14. All right. The Cheez It Bowl. This is my type <laughs> of bowl. <laughs> uh, I really hope that it's just a glass bowl full of Cheez Its. Now, I'm sure it is. Only
1: like six guys get handfuls, and then they're done. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh. All right. No. I'll, no. That's fine. I'll get them later. Uh, this one's a pick'em. Actually, the spread is dead even uh, yeah. for these two. Cal has looked decent all year. TCU, uh, underwhelming. I, yeah. They they had a chance against Ohio State, and then after that, they basically fell off the face of the map.
1: Yes, And that was unexpected too. I mean, Horn Frogs are typically towards the top of the Big Twelve, but. Cal usually a bottom feeder of the Pac-12 at least in recent (laughs) history beat a ranked Washington school almost beat Wazoo beat USC uh, beat Colorado and nearly beat Stanford so uh, they're coming in with a a good track record at least in their last 5 games TCU has too many question marks for me so I'm I'm going Golden Bears and that terrifying mascot of theirs and and we'll go 17-13 Cal
0: there's like 100 games still left so I feel confident if we pick the same teams a couple more times uh, yeah. Give me Oski and give me give me the Cal Bears. I didn't want to say his name. <laughs> the Nightmare. <laughs> it's pure Nightmare Fuel. Um, it's like that's Beetlejuice.
1: He <laughs> said it too many times and he was there.
0: <laughs> and that's why I think that, yeah, we start chanting Oski in the <laughs> microphone. Um, this one's in Phoenix, that Chase Field. Um, Actually, I don't know if that is close to where Cal is. Maybe it's be pretty close to in the middle. So, um, I don't know. Give me the... Give me the Bears. Kids from Berkeley are pretty smart. Uh, 38... 38-20. Yeah, that's what I'm rolling with. Uh, no questions there. The Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. Uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, I, I believe. Um, no one likes Shreveport. Shreveport, <laughs> Shreveport. There's a lot of expletives that I could fill in for for what that S could stand for. Um, it's like
1: Sterling, Colorado.
0: <laughs> Not many nice things. <laughs> the 8-4 and four, Temple Night Owls uh, against the Duke Blue Devils, 7-5. and five. This one's pretty dead even as well.
1: Yeah, and Duke has Daniel Jones, who's rising up draft boards right now. Athletic quarterback, big quarterback with a nice frame. You worry about his accuracy at times, but he really can do it all when he's on. Um, So I I think Duke has the edge. Plus, you guys have heard my history lesson on Temple, um, why they're called the Owls, night classes being the night owls. This game's played at 1.30 in the afternoon. Uh, They're not ready to go yet at that point. They're just rolling out of bed. So I'll I'll take Duke in this one big, 42-24. Yeah,
0: Temple is uh, a four-point favorite in this one. They're running back Ryquel Armstead. Over 1,000 yards, 13 touchdowns. Um, I'm going to take Temple in this one. Duke's been good, but they haven't been very consistent all year. Temple gave – I mean, they beat – who they beat? Maryland, right? Or Boston College, one of the two. Uh, They beat Maryland. They beat Maryland, and they gave UCF a run for their money, at least for a little bit. Um, So I'll take Temple. Mm, Close, maybe. And they beat Cincy. And they beat Cincy. There you go. Give me Temple – Thirty-nine. Oh God! <laughs> what are they gonna get two safeties? <laughs> Steven I don't. Three missed extra points. I don't. Like, I don't what? know how they get the points. I just know how many they'll have. Okay, thirty-nine. Don't
1: shoot the messenger. Twenty-eight. Wow, that's disgusting.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that score has ever been done before.
1: But... <laughs> Scorigami. Yeah.
0: Ring the bell. The new era Pinstripe Bowl. It's a rematch of last year. Uh, the Miami Hurricanes seven and five against the. You want to talk about underwhelming? The very underwhelming Wisconsin Badgers also seven and five. I'm sure Paul Chris is going to have some select words <laughs> uh, for Miami once again this year. Is
1: Horny Book Brat back for uh, Wisconsin? Dude, I don't know. Uh- I don't know either. Once
0: Northwestern clinched the West, I just, like, stopped. I was like, I'm good.
1: I never thought I'd say this, but I hope he is, because I think the Badgers chances are better when he's in, Um, but I think Jonathan Taylor's the difference maker. Nearly 2,000 yards, uh, and this guy's a star, so I'll I'll take Wisconsin winning it over Miami two years in a row. Uh, We'll go 28-14. 28-10.
0: Oddly enough, Miami is the favorite in this one, but I don't know why personally Um, I know Wisconsin's been underwhelming but when it comes to the trenches they're just a lot better defensively I feel like Miami will struggle um, to get putting points on the board against a Wisconsin defense whether they're having an up year or down year so I'll take Wisconsin in this one too kind of low scoring 27-17 Badgers uh, walk away with the win Right, the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl. Um, you want to talk about mediocre and teams that maybe should have missed a bowl game? Baylor, six and six, and the Vanderbilt Commodores, also six and six. And
1: Baylor playing in the Texas Bowl, so that might give them the favor. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know much about either of these teams. Um, you know, Baylor's kicker, I think I mentioned at the beginning of the year, is is cousins to my girlfriend, so I know him kind of like Baylor. Um, but my girlfriend and I and two other friends went to Nashville for spring break last year, drove through Vanderbilt. Uh, their campus is in Nashville, saw some of that. Pretty baseball team's good. Um, Zach Stacy, former Vanderbilt guy, Jay Cutler. I'll take the Commodores in this one um, just because of their history, and I was in Nashville. So we'll, we'll go Vanderbilt. I, I don't know, 17-15, five field goals for Connor Martin. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I'm going with Vanderbilt in this one. Uh... I really like barbecue out of the state of Tennessee, Delicious. so I've got oh, to roll with that.
1: They're chicken. Oh.
0: All right, well, let's eat real meats first, Stephen, and then <laughs> we'll get to the chicken. Wow. Uh, Vanderbilt, three-and-a-half point favorite. They're going to win uh, by a lot. All I know is when they go home, they're having better barbecue than Baylor has in, in their sorry state of Texas. So um, I take that back. I like all kinds of barbecue, but Vanderbilt <laughs> wins. Oh, brother. Uh, 27 26.
1: <laughs> this is why your picks have been so bad this year. Baylor misses 19s, uh, 26,
0: 39s. The points still matter. It's just who wins. Uh, Baylor misses an extra point uh, to lose. Or they, or, they, or they go for the win. Either way. All right. So I, I'm giving Baylor
1: kicker all this credit. You're, you're saying he's gonna. Miss I'm it. ripping
0: it away. All right, the Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. we didn't talk about Nashville. We Here we could are. Just, we get to stay there. All right, uh, Purdue. They're six and six. A team that I know I've said it probably every time we've said the word Purdue, but this team almost started six and zero, oh, seven and zero. Oh. They're six and six. Here they are at the Music City Bowl. They're taking on the seven and five Auburn Tigers who. When they lost LSU, were ranked pretty high.
1: Yeah, but I don't care about this Auburn team. I don't think they're that great. Last year in the bowl game, they were favored over UCF, and they couldn't come through. Um, so, offensive-minded, innovative coaches like Braum, I will take them o- over this Auburn team. Um, I, I obviously, I mean, you guys know the name Blau. They got they got playmakers everywhere for them. Um, so, I'm gonna take Purdue. I, I think Auburn's the favorite right now, and I don't know why. We'll go Boilermakers. We're gonna blow them out of the water, forty-five twenty-one.
0: Yeah, they're playing this one at Nissan Stadium. I uh, drove past Nissan Stadium; Me too. quite quite a sight. Yeah, interesting. That's um, cool. And then that's all I cared about to see was the outside. So, um, well, I, no, no one no one cares about the inside. Yeah, no yeah. one shows up. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I think in an effort because now that we're running out of games, we still have nineteen more to go. But uh, I'm gonna take Auburn. They're a four-point favorite. I think this one will be close. All signs point to Purdue winning this thing between Blau, DJ Knox, and Rondell Moore. But I guess I'll take Auburn. <laughs> um, right? That seems logical. If there's a team I think will win, I should probably pick the other one. Um, so Auburn, 28-21. Let's just get a traditional score in there.
1: You believe in uh, Stidham for Auburn?
0: No. <laughs> Not a chance. But I, Great that, pick. Great yeah, pick. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm really confident in this one. Um, the Camping World Bowl. The, finally, we're getting some games between ranked opponents. Uh, number 16, West Virginia Mountaineers, 8-3, former NFL – or former future NFL quarterback. Will Greer's already played in the NFL. Uh, future NFL quarterback, Will Greer, at the helm. Dino Babers, incredible uh, job he's done there at Syracuse. Number 20, the Orange, they're 9-3 and three this year.
1: Yeah, Syracuse can't stop scoring, but – Uh, They do go up against Will career, 37 touchdowns, 8 picks on the year. Talk about first round, second round talent um, going into the draft. I think West Virginia is just a stronger, more complete team. Both teams put up points. Both teams aren't that great on defense. It's disappointing to see Babber's year go down with a loss against West Virginia because it's been great. It's nice to see Syracuse relevant. Um, But I I think West Virginia, a little bit more experienced, a little bit stronger of a team here. So I'll go Mountaineers, though I'll probably root Syracuse. Um, forty nine, thirty
0: eight. Okay, I'm trying to find this because it is uh, yeah, there it is. It's the it's the Schwartz Schwartzwalder or Schwartzwalder Trophy. Um, when these two teams used to play, I believe every year, um, it was a former uh, West Virginia football player and Syracuse head coach that uh, passed away in 1993. So they started playing for that. Well, they announced that they will not. Be playing for the oh, rivalry trophy. Disappointing, and I get because the focus is on the the bowl that's making the money and the trophy. But you can't Come tell on. a program when they can or can't play for yeah. a rivalry game.
1: That's bogus. Um,
0: so I'm putting more of that blame on West Virginia. So I'm going to take Syracuse in this game. Um, I think Dino <laughs> Babers is your end, <laughs> ends with just... a, ends with a win. Subjectively, a West
1: Virginia's fault. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's probably more their fault than Syracuse. <laughs> who knows? I don't know. They're probably like, we don't want to lose it. Let's hold on to it. Um,
1: Last time these two schools played, like, Pat White and Steve Slate yeah. were unstoppable, so they have
0: it. Yeah, I don't even know who would have been on Syracuse's team. So I'll take the orange. Um, their mascot is something else. 45-42. I think this Ooh. is a high score. Um, I'm assuming West Virginia is the favorite in this game. Uh just one and a half points, so they're actually um, giving Syracuse some some love here. Alright, moving on. Again, we're finally in the ranked matchups. Number 24, Iowa State, taking on number 13, Washington State. Uh, Wazoo, I know, a little upset that they got stuck in the Valero Alamo Bowl. Thought that they deserved to finish in the top 10 or top 12, end up in a New Year's Six Bowl, but instead they get to take on who at one point seemed like the lowly Iowa State Cyclones, but Turn the season around and ended up with eight wins.
1: Yeah, I like both teams in this one, um, but I think Wazoo has more firepower. They probably have the better coach in Mike Leach, although Matt Campbell's uh, doing a great job and one of the better up-and-coming coaches in, in football. Um, but I like Minshew. I like this Wazoo offense. This was a top-ten team not too long ago, so I'll take Washington State in this one. I think Mike Leach is going to want to pour it on to prove a point. We'll, we'll go 52-17 Wazoo.
0: I think Washington State has that good a defense? They do this time. (laughs) Prove it a point. Well, I know Iowa State doesn't have great defense. They play in the Big 12. I think it's a given. So, I I like Washington State, too. I I don't think they win quite by 35 points. I do think they run it up to prove a point. You're right. Uh, Washington State, I mean, Minshew's just, he's looked phenomenal. Uh, 48, 48, 24. They double the score. Washington State gets a win. And uh, their 11th win. I don't know if they've ever had 11 wins. I don't know. They might not They had Ryan Leaf at one point, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they were good then. Who knows? I don't know. Either way, you're right. Mike Leach superior coach I believe in that matchup just based on experience alone
1: either way two games in a row where, where the team that's not the favorite Syracuse and Iowa State you hate to see them lose because they're such good stories such great coaches I mean other than
0: Syracuse you going to win but yeah, uh, yeah alright the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl the Chicken Emporium Peach Bowl uh, number <laughs> 10 Florida Gators 9-3 um, should be nowhere near the top 10 and the number 7 Michigan Wolverines 10-2 and two. Um, deserve to be in the top ten. So uh, I, I don't know who you like in this one. Um, Peach Bowl is where we saw UCF demolish Auburn. Huh. I know it's close, but uh, who do you like?
1: I like that Chicken Emporium. For our longtime listeners, might catch that reference. Um, but Michigan, I mean, they were nearly a playoff team. Florida overrated. I, I Way think. Overrated. I think Wolverines blow them out. Uh, Harbaugh. Some people still aren't happy with his performance. I don't know why. Um, we'll go. 4210
0: Michigan yeah I gotta go with Michigan in this one too like I said Florida should be nowhere near the top 10 I don't I don't know why at nine and three they're there and Washington State's not Michigan seven and a half point favorite um I think it's bigger than that I definitely do give me 42 4217 uh Michigan runs away with it Jay Patterson. He's gonna dazzle with a hundred yards.
1: 150 passing, twelve for fourteen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ten for eleven. Uh,
1: one touchdown, no picks.
0: Steven grab your khakis. We're going to the Belk Bowl. South Carolina, seven and five, Virginia seven and five. Um, honestly neither of these teams really impressed yeah. me at all. Um But who do you like?
1: Both underwhelming teams. One's played actual competition, so I'll take the Gamecocks in this one. South Carolina, um, (laughs) I don't know, and frankly, I don't care about this game. Uh, 24-14, I guess, South Carolina.
0: I'm just going to take Virginia. Why not, right? Um, Virginia. 27-10.
1: I care more about the Celebration Bowl with North Carolina AT&T than South (laughs) Carolina-Virginia.
0: Uh, uh, all right, the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl, uh, Arkansas State Red Wolves—they're eight and four. And the Nevada Wolf Pack—two words, seven and five.
1: You know, I—I'd be lying and joking if I said I knew anything about these schools. Um, Nevada has to travel a lot.
0: The bowl is essentially are games we know nothing about of the week, <laughs> but it's like thirty-four <laughs> times. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Nevada has to travel less. Um, so I think they're gonna be just complacent, expecting a win. So we're gonna go Arkansas State. They're gonna, you know, I think Arkansas State's the type of team to bust to this game, and so I think they're gonna they're gonna be just upset, angry at that point, ready to um, blow some heads off. So we'll go Red Wolves. Um, two words over the Wolfpack. Two words. Um,
0: I don't. I don't know. Thirty-one, uh, twenty-one. Yeah, they just better hope their AC is working the whole way through because <laughs> I I know it's almost. Uh... It's almost officially winter. It will be by that time. Um, I'll tell you what, Arizona, it can still get hot in the winter. Uh, but it's also probably going to be perfect football weather. Nevada's going to be used to that perfect football weather. Um, Arkansas State, not so much. I think you're right. I think they'll be mad that they had to take a bus because their school just doesn't have the funds to fly them out there. Um, they're just trying to go out, play this game, get the bag, and leave. Um, I'm going to take Nevada uh they're a one and a half point underdog um for this one uh but it is a wolf versus a wolf does that make a difference
1: one's a pack oh I guess they're both pa- wolves versus wolf pack
0: yeah whoever has more wolves is gonna win this <laughs> game so I'm gonna take Nevada uh 27 17. yeah I like Justin Hansen though he's uh oh Arkansas states quarterback do you not know who? No? Okay. No, nope. nothing. They played Nebraska last year. I just thought maybe. All right, moving on. I blacked out every part <laughs> <of> last year. <laughs> That's fair. The Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Not 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 only is it a bowl game, it's a classic. Uh, number three, Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish. Don't forget it. Number two, Clemson Tigers. Both undefeated. One won their conference. The other one is going to get housed.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Clemson, um... You worry about their consistency at times. Every year they seem to slip up against the team they shouldn't. I don't think that's this game. Um, at one point, Clemson will Clemson, as they always do, and come up underwhelming in the lights. But I think that's the following game, not this game. Uh, Clemson houses the Irish in this one. Oh, 45. 17, off by halftime.
0: Yeah, no, I think this one's going to be done early. I, I think at one point the line opened at... Or maybe it was 13. It was somewhere around there. I know that it's double happen, digit. It
1: shouldn't have happened for a playoff game.
0: Yeah, exactly. Both of them opened as double digit games. Um, like Clemson, Clemson, I think is just much better than Notre Dame. They finally, like you said, they won Clemson. They almost did a few times this year and they found a way to fight back from it. I don't know if that was the quarterback change. I don't know if they finally realized that they do that. Um, but Clemson, yeah, I like them in this one. Um, 48 to 10. I think they just. Done after the first quarter. This is going to be a Nebraska Michigan style beatdown. All right, moving on to the other semifinal Capital One Orange Bowl. The number four Oklahoma Sooners. Just one loss on the season against the number one Alabama Crimson Tide.
1: Yeah, Kyler Murray. Uh, won the Heisman undeservingly. Uh, Tua should have got <laughs> so, oh, okay. it. And, and Coming with heat. I mean, look at this: Oklahoma scores 49.5 points per game. Alabama 47.9. So fairly even there. Points allowed: Oklahoma 32.4. Bama 14.8. One team plays defense, and one team plays better teams. Both are Bama. One team had the actual deserving Heisman winner, also Bama. This game is over by halftime. Oklahoma doesn't get... I feel like
0: you're yelling at me at this point. I am. I'm mad at you for (laughs) for
1: last week. Oklahoma doesn't get a sniff in this game. I think Alabama, everyone's going pro on this roster. Um, Nick Saban was pro at one point, so we'll we'll go Bama. Oh, gosh. I, I hope it's just disastrous for Oklahoma.
0: 52 52-21. 52-21. All right, I'll just one-up you there because I think Alabama is the much better team in this. I mean, I don't want them to win, but I really, frankly, I don't want either team to win. Um, Kyler Murray was not undeserving, huh. but I'll let you have that one for now. Uh, no, I, I think more than 52. I think Alabama, they're just going to prove a point here. Um, now, it depends. Is Tua going to play? Is Jalen going to play? Uh, two is in. If two is in if, two is in, if is in, my score is 62, uh, 24. If he's not in, if it's Jalen, I'll drop it down to a measly 55, uh, 31.
1: You want to know Tua's Heisman moment? You asked me last week, and I said it's every first half that he plays.
0: On that private plane, getting his ankle fixed.
1: This this time, his Heisman moment's going to be a six touchdown at the beginning of the third quarter.
0: That's what his Heisman moment going to be. The second quarter. Yeah. Uh, his Heisman campaign for next year. All right, moving on. The Military Bowl. So so we're both in agreement it's going to be Alabama-Clemson, right? Yeah. Okay, so that'll make picking the national title easier. All right, Cincinnati against the barely bowl-eligible Virginia Tech Hokies, who needed a miracle uh, against Virginia, and then they had to beat Marshall uh, to get bowl-eligible. The Military Bowl.
1: Yeah, I like Justin Fuente, the Virginia Tech coach, but the team has just been way too underwhelming this year. Cincinnati's actually um, played well against some teams. They're 10-2 and two to this point. Um, I, I just think, you know, they play defense. Virginia Tech should play defense, but they don't. And they give up more yards than they put on the put on the board, give up more points than they score. Um, I think everything leans Bearcats here. So I'll, I'll go Cincy, 38-21. Yeah,
0: again, I have no idea how many games we swapped or not. We still have, like, 10 more to go. So, um I'm gonna go Cincinnati. Also, not too high scoring, but Cincinnati 38-17 over um, Tech. All right, the Hyundai Sun Bowl. This one's played in old El Paso, um, where no one wants to go play a bowl game because it can get cold in El Paso uh, rather than other parts of Texas. Um, you ever been to Texas when it's cold? It sucks. It's <laughs> sucks just when it's, it's so like just disappointing. Heart-wrecking. I, I don't know. Stanford eight and four. Pittsburgh seven and six. Um, the ACC runner-up.
1: <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take Stanford in this one. The Cardinal, smart guys. David Shaw, um, one of the most respected coaches in, in college football. Bryce Love, obviously. Um, a lot of hype around him. Good guy. Uh, KJ Costello, I think, is slept on as a quarterback. I think he's better than than people think. But Stanford struggled to produce quarterbacks since Andrew Luck. And so he gets thrown in that uh, bad narrative. But I think Stanford's better than than, uh, Pitt, Pitt, another team that allows more points than they put on the board. So I'll I'll take Stanford in this one. We'll go 31-17.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm going to roll with Pittsburgh on this one, really for no reason, I guess. (laughs) Um, I'm going to mess up their running back's first name. Uh, Kadri Allison. Sure. Uh, over 1,100 rushing yards, 11 touchdowns. I think Pitt just finds a way to get it done. Stanford, incredibly disciplined team, really good in the trenches. Costello, like you said, is good. Does um, Bryce love playing? Don't uh, know. <laughs> maybe. Um, could be the difference, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Um, here's your number, Steven. 19. Uh
1: 39 was worse enough. Now you pick 19 every single week in the pickup. Yeah, well, I had to
0: make sure I got it in there. Uh, the Redbox Bowl, formerly known as the Foster Farms Bowl, Michigan State, 7-5, and five, found a way to pick up that win against Rutgers to, to make it out to uh, <laughs> Santa Clara. I think that's where they play this thing. Oregon Ducks, 8-4. and four. Uh, One team is clearly better. One team wears a better shade of green. Um, but I may be wrong.
1: Over the last two weeks, Michigan State has put on the board 23 points, and they've played Nebraska, who doesn't have a good defense, and Rutgers, who doesn't have a good anything. So uh, this Michigan State offense, we've beaten this horse quite a bit this year, but their offense is is just awful. One of the worst in the nation. Defense, one of the best in the nation. Um, But I'm going to take Oregon in this one. We talked about NFL uh, caliber quarterbacks. Herbert's probably going to be the first one off the board. Uh, This Oregon offense, I think it's just going to be too much. Um, for Michigan State, and more so the Michigan State offense just isn't enough. So we'll, we'll go Ducks. Michigan State defense keeps it a little bit close, 24-6.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to go with Oregon in this one, too. Like I said, there some of these games I, I want to split with you because of, you know, the pick I just can't. I can't get myself to do it. But I might just have to pick the last, like, nine games different than you. Um, and I'm at the mercy of who you pick first. So – uh, give me Oregon. Shoot, man. I don't know. 34 14. Oregon just runs away with it. All right. The Auto Zone Liberty Bowl. The number 23 Missouri Tigers against the Oakey State Cowboys and the mullet. Yeah, I think
1: Missouri slept on a little bit. I think they're a better team than, than most people think. Um, and they play better defense and have just as good of an offense as. Uh, as Oklahoma State. Drew Locke, very athletic quarterback. Um, I'll, so I'll take Missouri in this one. The Tigers uh, in the former Big 12 matchup. Uh, we'll go 35-24, Missouri. Boy, was that gross.
0: All right. <laughs> um, who, you took Missouri in this yeah. one? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's where I'm leaning. You They're can an eight-point favorite. I'll go Oklahoma State, I guess. <laughs> Um, they find a way to win. They gave this thing. The over/under is set at seventy-three and a half. Um, so they're spotting one of these teams at least forty, just right out of the game. Yeah. Um, it's going to be high scoring. Give me Oklahoma State, fifty-two forty-five. I think they wow. just barely hold on. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if they've even scored fifty this year at all. They almost beat Oklahoma though. So that's out there. All right, the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Who could forget? It's not a tongue twister at all. Number 22, Northwestern. They're 8-5, and five, the Big Ten runner-up, Big Ten West division champ. And the number 17, Utah Utes. They're 9-4. and four. They are the Pac-12 runner-up, Pac-12 South representative. Who do you like in this one?
1: Wait, which one is this? I thought... Uh Oh, never mind. I was I was looking a game ahead. Sorry. Right. Um, no, this Northwestern team I I don't like at all. They're they're gross. They don't play good football. It's not fun to watch, but they grind out wins. I do like their coach, but I think Utah it consistently has been the better team all all year. I don't trust Clayton Thorson is is the crux of most problems in this game, and, and so I'll take Utah in this one. Let's, ugh. Seventeen fourteen Utes.
0: Yeah, I didn't think we'd uh. Burned through all of our music, but we we, uh, we found a way, and we've already had to go back and start it over. No, I like Northwestern in this one. Um, I think their defense is just better. Um, you saw Utah play against Washington, and it just wasn't great. You know, yeah, honestly, that yeah. game was ugly, just yeah, yeah. in general. Now, North, most of Northwestern's wins uh, weren't great either, so that's not the best defense for uh, Northwestern of why the win. But I'll take Clayton Thorson. I'll take Northwestern. Um, Isaiah Bowser. It's gonna be an ugly one. Seventeen. Seventeen nine.
1: Wow. I'll say this: every time I pick against Northwestern, they seem they seem to pull through. So you might got an, another one up there.
0: All right. Tax Slayer Gator Bowl The one that you were probably looking at when I was talking about the holiday yeah. bowl. Uh, NC State Wolfpack. One word. 9-3 and three against the Texas A&M Aggies, who were reeling off of a 7-overtime. Seven 7-overtime? Seven yeah. 6-overtime? Yep. 7-overtime. Seven seven. Seven overtime, 74-72 win over the LSU Tigers. Yeah, a
1: marathon of a game. Um, but outside of that, I, I don't see why they're rated that high. No, I agree. I, I don't think they're that good of a team. I get they have Jimbo Fisher, or I get they just came off a big win over LSU, but... I, I, NC State was ranked at some point, and I think these teams are more even than people think. I like Ryan Finley on the NC State side, so I'm going to go with the Wolfpack. I, I think they're just a better team. I think a and overrated, so we'll go Wolfpack 24-21. Ryan Finley makes a difference.
0: Uh, Two-minute drive, NC State wins it late. Yeah, I think NC State's a better team, so I'm going to take Texas A&M in this one. <laughs> um, you want to talk about reliving the past? This thing's going to go into overtime. I don't know how many. Let's call it three. Uh, A&M, A&M, 55, NC State, 52. Triple overtime. <laughs> How do you like that? I don't. I don't either. I don't like that. But that's what we're going with. The Outback Bowl. Uh, get your blooming onions at this one. Number 18, Mississippi State Bulldogs. 8-4 against the Iowa Hawkeyes. Finished their season with a win over Nebraska and a game field goal against Nebraska, eight and four. Yeah,
1: this is another SEC team. I don't understand their ranking. Right. I don't think Mississippi State's that good of a team either. It's to
0: make Alabama look better. But, hey, <laughs> oh, what do geez.
1: I know? Um, they don't need any help, but I That's think true. I was getting a little slept on right now. I think Mississippi State is the favorite. Um, yep. I think Nate Stanley's a better quarterback than Fitzgerald. I, I like Mackay Sargent quite a lot. I like Hawkinson and Noah Fant. And they just play a physical game. Um, I know Mississippi State does too, but I, I think Iowa's just a better team at it. And, and so I'll take the Hawkeyes. We'll go 17-14, fourteen. Second time today. Uh, Iowa wins it.
0: Yeah, I think I think I like Iowa in this one too. I, I don't know why they're so, such an underdog in this one. Really, is someone not going to play? Is someone hurt? I don't know. Um, this isn't until January 1st, so there's plenty of time to rest up. But um, give me Iowa... I think it's got to be low-scoring, 24-17. I don't know why Mississippi State's number 18, frankly. But oh, All close. right. I don't know if this is a word or if it's an acronym or what. The, the VRBO or the Verbo. No vowels. Um, yeah. Well, the O. <laughs> the <Don't know>, but... <laughs> O, but, you know, whatever. Who's counting? Uh, the Citrus Bowl, uh, number 14, Kentucky Wildcats, 9-3, and three, almost won the SEC East. Against the number twelve Penn State in any
1: line, and I know you like Snell in this Kentucky team. You might I like. know who I'm probably going. To this you one might like Wilson as well, but I, I think this Penn State offense is just better than the Kentucky offense. Kentucky gives up 16 points per game. Penn State 20. Pretty close there, but Penn State has the better offense by about eight points. And and I just think they're the better coach team. Uh, and you look where uh, their coach James Franklin came from. He came from Vandy. He has he knows these SEC teams. So I'll take Penn State in this one. We'll go 28-17 Nittany Lions.
0: Penn State is a six-and-a-half-point favorite, but I'm going to roll with Kentucky in this one. Uh, the battle of, I would say the battle of Wildcats, but battle of cats in general, I suppose. Uh, if I had my ba- my uh, druthers between a Wildcat and a Nittany Lion, whatever that means, huh. I actually found out what that means, so I, uh, I am well-educated on it. But, yeah, I'm going to take Kentucky in this one. Snell's just... No, it's just going to be too much, way too much for this team. Um, Let's go 31-17, Kentucky. I like that. Why not? You You like that? A a little bit. All right, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Your boys in purple. I almost said your boys in blue. (laughs) I'm colorblind. Excuse me. Number 11, LSU, the Tigers 9-3. Against the number eight UCF Knights, 12-0.
1: Yeah, UCF last year beat up on an SEC team in Auburn last year in a New Year's Day Bowl, I believe, as well. Uh, yeah. Um, but I, I don't think it's the same team as last year. I think they're slightly worse. Milton, of course, is out. Um, I know the offense still put up numbers, but it was against Memphis and USF. Not exactly uh, the best teams defensively out there. I think LSU's a very well-rounded team. Um, I never thought I'd say Ed Orgeron's a good coach, but I, I think he is better than at least I thought and gave him credit for. So um, it's in the intro. It's in everything I do. I'm going with the gumbo on this one. I'll, I'll take the gumbo. LSU, we'll go 38-21, Tigers.
0: You know, we did our Coach of the Year last week, and I, I almost said Scott Frost because he led UCF to another undefeated season <laughs> because the way he left that place for Josh Heupel was um, incredible. Um I I will agree that they're worse without Milton but I think they're still uh, just a better team than LSU because LSU they have nothing to play for in this thing. I mean they're going to I mean they're going to be embarrassed a that game. they
1: lose to UCF though. They have
0: they have nothing to gain and everything to lose. Ed
1: Orgeron's not the type of guy to sleep on a team.
0: I don't know. He got an <laughs> early Gatorade, early Gatorade bath against A and M. Yeah. I think another early Gatorade bath for for Edwards in this one. UCF, high scoring, 45-38. Wow. Late score at the end. All right. So, moving on to the Rose Bowl, the old the an actual classic. I guess the Cotton Bowl's been played for a while too, but the number nine Washington Huskies, ten and three, a team that we thought was down and out. Uh, at, at the beginning of the year, uh, but resurrected at the end. Also, the Pac-12 North, other than Washington State, wasn't very good this year. And the number six Ohio State Buckeyes, they're 12-1. and one. Another team that, after they lost to Purdue, we thought was done and then just walloped Michigan.
1: Yeah, and, and is Urban Meyer still in for this game, or, or did he – Uh, Leave immediately. After after the bowl game. After the bowl game. That's what I thought. Um, But you look at these. It's a good matchup. Browning versus Haskins. Haskins probably has the edge there. But two well-established quarterbacks. Gaskins versus Dobbins running the ball. Fuller versus Campbell receiving. Uh, These are NFL-type guys, Mm -hmm. but I think Ohio State has more of them. I think they're just a better team. Um, So I'll take Buckeyes in this one. We'll go 45 again. Two weeks in a row for them. 45-28.
0: As again, I want to split for picks. I want to split for whatever, but this one I just I can't get myself to pick Washington. I, I think Ohio State uh, gets this one done, and I think in in big fashion, forty five. I think it might even go a little higher. I think it'll go fifty two. Washington score can score some points too, but fifty two twenty eight. I think Ohio State just lays state, it on. Yeah. A, we're on yeah. the same page. I I just think there there are a lot of good matchups, like you were saying. As, you know, even if it's the same position, a lot of good matchups, but. Uh, I think Ohio State just does it better. All right, the All-State Sugar Bowl. The number 15 Texas Longhorns. Now, see, here's a game where maybe it's a, I don't know, buy ins not the right word, but a game that you get in because of your conference. But here's a game that I would have liked to see Wazoo in. But nonetheless, number 15 Texas Longhorns, 9-4 and four against the number 5 George Bulldogs who some people say should have gotten in the playoff after their loss to Alabama. You don't reward a team for a loss. Exactly. So I I think the winner is obvious, but...
1: Yeah. I mean, Georgia, sure, they had an argument to be in the playoff. Um, They did lose, but they're still a very good team. Nearly beat um, the best team in the nation, Alabama, and they beat other um, really good teams. Texas doesn't move the meter enough for me. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that close, if I'm being honest. I I think Mm -hmm. that Georgia defense is really good. Um, we'll go
0: 31-14 Bulldogs. Yeah, I think uh, I think Georgia's going to come into this one a little mopey. I think they're going to be upset that they didn't make it in. I mean, then again, it's going to be an entire month since they got left out. So maybe they'll be over it by now. I don't think they will. Give me Texas, who, well, they're coming off a loss to their rivals, so I don't know if that's any better. But in the sense of the picks, I'll take Texas. Uh, in a shootout, Texas 48-45 over the Georgia Bulldogs. And finally, we both agreed on who would be in this so we don't have to do the winner of this or that, Uh, them or them. Clemson versus Alabama part, hell, four, five, (laughs) six, seven. Doesn't even, I mean, how many more years are we going to see this? I'm absolutely, I mean, I'm upset that they keep playing each other, but they also... I, they all keep winning, so it's I don't cyclical. know if it's really their fault. It's
1: cyclical at this point because they're getting the best recruiting classes as well, and they've one of the be- two of the best coaches in the game. So uh, it's not the last time you'll see this, but um, it's also not the last time or the first time you're going to see Alabama come away as the champions. I-, I think they're just the way better team. We talked about Clemson is going to Clemson at some point. This is that game. Alabama smokes them again, um, and and they're going to put their name in the ballot for uh, best team of all time. It's 45. 45- 45-14, tied on top. Two them should have won the high school.
0: You are not going to let that one no, go. No,
1: I'm salty about
0: that. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, you no, know, I'm taking uh, Clemson in this one. I think that we're going to get another classic matchup between Clemson and Alabama. Um, like I said, is this part four, part five? I don't think it really matters at this point. Um, Dabo Sweeney's going to be absolutely floored to find out they're having another pizza party. Um, now, the unfortunate part of the, the way the pick em works here online is if for some reason Notre Dame won and Clemson-Clemson, and then they played Alabama, I'm stuck with picking yeah, you're, uh, you're Notre pick, Dame.
1: You're stuck with the winner of no matter what. Yeah,
0: so. so I don't like that part of it. But if for some reason Oklahoma were to beat Alabama, I like my pick on the other side. So I'm going to go with Clemson in this one. High scoring both sides, 52 no. 49.
1: No. <laughs> how is double Clemson, overtime. How is Clemson going to score 52 on a defense that has 11 guys that are going to play in the NFL that give up 14 points
0: per game? Hold on. Let me make sure. It says national championship score. That's the tiebreaker. So 52 uh, no. 49. There we go. Now it's official.
1: That's this. No, there's not a chance. I don't know what you said. 45 14, <laughs> I think. Something like that.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Dude, no. The, this is your pick earlier in the year. What did you have? Penn State scoring 60 on Michigan State? Yeah. And then they ended up losing the game and scoring yeah, like 10? I don't 10. want to talk about that
0: one. Come on. Now I uh, hope Notre Dame wins. All right. Well, if you've ever wanted to listen to almost an hour and a half of picks. <laughs> you got you it. You got it. Uh, so we might as well just roll out with this one. Um, Steven, who plays Thursday Night Football? I have, I have no idea. Okay. Well, oh, wait, oh it's uh, Chiefs Chargers. Oh, Chiefs won it. Uh, yeah, Melvin Gordon might be healthy, uh, but I think the Chiefs will yeah. Chiefs clinch the it. AFC West. Anything else, Stephen? Until next time. All righty. For the end of the semester, I'm Colton Stone. He's Stephen Huff. We will maybe be back at some point. Thanks for listening.